Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And we got a shorty for you. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that name stuck. I mean, we're getting older, so we probably are shrinking as well. So, it, yeah, it, yeah, since you just had a birthday, I'm having a birthday. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, you know, I, I bought an AI package from our hosting provider, Buzzsprout. And it, I did a ball. Actually, I've been pretty busy the last couple of weeks on the Jaded HR website and blog. So I even did a real content-driven post. So check it out at jadedhr.com. You'll see one section for our episodes and one section for our blogs. But uh, yeah, I, I, I wrote a post about the AI I'm using to produce this, and it's been helpful. It's not perfect. I don't know if I'm going to continue. I'm on a, a trial basis or a paid trial, but a trial basis on it and see how it goes. But the show notes last week's episode were all done by AI and a few other things. So it's it's pretty it's pretty cool what we can do it. It saves it saves me time, but I don't know if I'm going to stick with it quite yet. But in terms of things like that, you can support us. I can continue to do cool things like get new software by giving us a beer, supporting us on Patreon, but also you can leave us a review. We did get a new review actually a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't see it till recently. I'll cover that on our next full episode, but uh, thank you for the review. Let's get some more out there. Love to see them. So thank you very much. But once again, we're supported by our one and only jaded HR rock star, Hallie, who, who does support us. So that's what we're using the funds for is making the podcast better. So I've got two things for this shorty episode. So feathers, have you ever, you're, you're such a cool guy. Everybody likes you and all your employees think you're the, the coolest HR person ever, but do ever people leave you gifts and put gifts on your desk? <laughs> no no well let's see here this person had some gifts left on their desk his name is dale wheatley he came into work and he works at the anatomical gift association of illinois he came into work and found that somebody had left several human heads on his desk <laughs> yes yes so let's see Oh, actually, it was three. I'm, I'm... Here's the story. Dale Wheatley, the Anatomical Gift Association of Illinois, he's their transportation director. He was sort of being a whistleblower. He did complain to his manager about the way uh, things were happening there. But after he complained to his manager, uh, he alleges he found three dismembered heads on his desk the day after he raised some concerns about the way the AGA practices with his supervisors. So... <laughs> Of all the gifts, I've had some good gifts left on my desk. I've had candy. I've had bourbon. I've had chocolates. I've had other cool things left on my desk, but never a human head. And please don't start now if that's your, your intended gift. Well, what the, this anatomical gift association does is they handle bodies which have been donated to science and they end up supposedly going to medical schools. But according to Dale Wheatley, they were being mishandled. 
he challenged, he, uh, he went to his boss and asked what happened, what was going on. The boss said he didn't know where he came from. And then the boss said, there's a lot of strange things happening. And then, so Wheatley then called the police. So a university lab manager complained to Wheatley about the condition of corpses at the facility. He said, flies were crawling on the bodies after limbs contained, contained mold and rot, and that the students had become sick after being exposed to bodies during the course of their studies. He raised concerns with the supervisors on May 23rd, and then he found three severed heads placed on his desk the following day, taken from donated bodies. I'm sure that's not what the donators wanted to be done with it. He says, my boss walked by, asked him why the heads were on my desk. He said, they need to get back to their bodies so we can send them to cremation. said, I don't understand that. Why are they at my desk? He said, I don't know, Dale. There's a lot of strange things happening. Wheatley added that some of the human remains hadn't been returned to their families as they should have been. So, yeah, next time you get a crappy gift left on your desk, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> Yes, I'll take the bourbon. Uh, you can keep your heads. <laughs> yeah, I, I I found that. And the thing, it, it, I almost didn't click it because it was a clickbaity type title. The headline is, Worker finds severed human heads that by his desk after complaining to his boss. But I looked at it a little further. It did come from Newsweek. And the author of the article is James Bickerton. He wrote this on June 8th. But I I came so close to not clicking it because I was like, ah, clickbait, clickbait. But it, it was Newsweek as, as reliable as I guess you're going to get out there. So. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing. So question for you. I, I, I like we've been doing this last couple episodes posing questions. And so far we've been in violent agreement. And I don't think we're going to disagree yet. But here's a question I want to put out to our listeners as well and comment in the comments below if you're seeing this online. The question is, is it okay to celebrate a coworker getting fired? I forget where I got this from. It might have been Reddit. It might have been Quora. I have no clue right now. But someone asked the question, the day after a toxic, in quotes, employee was fired from the team, they had a pizza party the next day at lunch. Is this appropriate? And what does it say about the other employees? <laughs> Is, is it appropriate to have the ding dong, the witch is dead party after, after your, your toxic coworker gets canned? I mean, coming from the person who threw a party for himself when he got divorced, I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like I'm of the majority or the minority, however you want to look at it of like, yes, I want to celebrate that. However, now the HR person in me says, Let's just not do it publicly. It's just coincidence we're having a pizza party in, in such great spirits <laughs> right. today. The day after. Yeah, with with balloons. With balloons <laughs> and, you know, a dartboard or whatever with somebody's face on it. What's What was the line from The Wizard of Oz? Like, ding dong, the witch is dead. Exactly. The witch is, the witch is dead. You know, I, I, I don't know. As HR person, am I going to take action against these people? It's like, eh, maybe it's a. Hey guys, don't do that. It's not a maybe a disciplinary action. It's a uh, guys, have your party, but don't let everybody know. Like we're saying, don't let everybody know it's because your your least favorite coworker is gone. But how bad do do things have to be that you're actually throwing a party? I've I've had bad coworkers leave before, and 
we didn't throw a party after they were gone. We, <laughs> I, maybe I, people wanted to, or maybe I just didn't speak up enough at that time to say, hey, whoever's gone, let's throw a party. Kegger, <laughs> kegger my cube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> roll, roll it right in. Oh, gosh. So There might have been some companies, though, that celebrated when I left. <laughs> Ooh, that's a thought. That, hmm. I have to check in with some people. Patrick, what happened after I left? <laughs> yeah, pretty worn. It was awesome. <laughs> Too bad you missed. Yeah, we were going to save you a slice, but... Uh, it yeah. got moldy and flies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Got a, a email from Bamboo HR, which if you don't know, they are an HRIS system. They're, you know, not bad. I've never used them. I have, but I do have high opinions of them. I, I tested them out before I went with my current provider. But one of the things they put out, it's it, the article they sent out. I think you can see it on their blog sections. They do have a nice blog section on the Bamboo HR, the State of the Human Resources Leadership Report 2023. So one of the questions, I'm going to cover some of these in a later episode, but one of the questions is, should HR managers be on social media? And it's clickbaity, I know, but it's interesting. And I'm going to read this article verbatim a little, verbatim. These days, social media use is strictly professional for HR pros, and those who aren't are missing out. But having a profile is not enough. Two in five HR professionals have not posted on LinkedIn in the last two months, which is a missed opportunity to engage with current and potential employees and partners. Let's see here. 95% of HR managers at top U.S. companies have a LinkedIn profile. Eight in 10 HR managers have 500 plus connections on LinkedIn. Beyond LinkedIn connections, HR managers can leverage social media to promote their organization's values, share content, and influence potential new hires. HR managers at an enterprise level organization have an average of 7,644 followers, which is more than four times the average number of followers for startup HR managers who have 1,731 followers on average. If your goal is to lead an HR and enterprise company, developing your online presence and gaining a following could help you break in, which I have a, a comment on that. Then Today, HR managers use LinkedIn to promote their companies and engage with people more broadly across the industries and all levels of employment. Enterprise HR pros are more likely to post on the platform where startup pros mainly comment and react to others' posts. LinkedIn isn't always all business either. A quarter of HR pros also add personal posts and shares to the social network site. They make connections and pursue career growth opportunities. So, a lot of this this article by Bamboo HR seems to be, you know, LinkedIn related. I don't know if they partnered with them on this, but I want to go back to that line. If your goal is to lead an HR enterprise company, developing your online presence and gaining a following will help you break in. I, I don't know if that's the cart leading the horse or not. It, you know, I don't think you're going to just become an enterprise level HR person just because you post a hell of a lot and have a lot of connections on LinkedIn. I, I've been continuing to prune my LinkedIn profile, just like my Facebook and everything else profile. I just, I don't want to see a lot of, a lot of it, but yeah, you, you're not getting that position because you post a lot on LinkedIn or anywhere else. And I don't think the amount of followers you have is, 
don't measure me by my, 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 my amount of followers. So I don't know. Do, what, what are your thoughts on this? In terms of like, should an HR manager have social media? I mean, it's like anything else in life. It's like, have my fucking moderation. Like, if you're going to go out there and be an asshole on your own social media, then that's your right. You're going to lose credibility, your job, whatever, from those types of things. But you, like anything else, use in moderation. It's fine. Yeah, use in moderation. And once again, the posting on LinkedIn is not going to make you an enterprise-level person, HR manager. And I, I just, you know, I... I'm not good at social media, as if any of our jaded HR followers know. I've limited us down to one Instagram because it's probably the easiest for me to use. But yeah, it's, I don't, I hardly ever, I don't even know the last time I actually posted on LinkedIn as myself. Uh, but yeah, I don't, and I don't care if I have 7,644 followers or, or not. I really don't care. It's probably most of them are solicitors. So anyways. That's that's that. I thought that was interesting. I'm going to, I, I'm going to save some of this article, the state of HR for 2023 or whatever it is for a future okay. episode because there's some good information to talk about in here. But that was that was something we could cover pretty quick. So best practice. Who gives a fuck about LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> it's all sales pitches now. Anyway, it is. it's all it is. And the, and then it's it, it it's become political. It's like anything else. All everything gets ruined. It was the nice shiny toy. Now it's ruined. It's ruined. People in their personal posts. I don't want to see your your personal posts. But anyways, that's our best practice. Intro is Andrew Culpa. No music today by the underscore orchestra. So as always, I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And we're helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time. It's better. <laughs>